Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to once again another episode here on the Cover 7 podcast. Guys, we now have the second episode of Catching Up with the NFL, our offseason series covering everything NFL related, going from draft news, free agent moves, trade news, you name it. We're talking about it if it's regarding the NFL and guys here in episode two. We got a few things we got to talk about. We're going to kick off the episode talking about the Rams. They're, they're pretty much their bill has finally been, you know, sat right in front of them and they're realizing all those big time signings and everything they made. They just simply could not afford it and it's not going to work out in the long run. So they're already making some moves. The most notable one being right now releasing Bobby Wagner only a year after signing a $50 million deal. We're going to talk about some NFL draft stuff. Bryce Young. His official height has been listed, and apparently a lot of NFL teams are starting to become a little reluctant when it comes to looking at the former Heisman winning quarterback at Alabama, and we've got a few more things we'll be talking about. So guys, make sure y'all sit back and relax, get ready for today's episode. I'm going to try and make sure it's not too crazy of a long episode because we do have a decent amount of topics to talk about, but make sure you got popcorn, a snack, coffee, whatever, whatever you need to listen to today's episode. Make sure that y'all have it in hand, and well, guys, like I always say, I don't want to waste y'all's time. I don't want to waste my time either, so let's get right into some NFL news, and to kick it off, like I just said, we're going to be talking about the LA Rams. As we all know, they won a Super Bowl barely over a year ago, and then going into 2022, a lot of the hype was still there. They went out and got Bobby Wagner. You know, they still had Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, the offense with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, who balled out during the 2020 uh 2021 season so there were a lot of things that the Rams were looking forward to potentially being able to run it back and get a second straight Super Bowl appearance and I guess Super Bowl win but things just didn't work out that way for the Rams they ended the season going 5-12 and 12. a bunch of injuries derailed them throughout the entire year Matthew Stafford who you could tell from game one and week one against the Buffalo Bills that he was still dealing with that uh, shoulder injury I think it was a shoulder injury wrist injury Something to do with his arm. He was dealing with that injury still. Cooper Cup got banged up. Their whole running back room was pretty much banged up. Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson. I mean, they just simply could not get any type of stability. And another big thing that really hurt the Rams this past season was that offensive line just simply not being able to block. You know, you lose, you lost Andrew Whitworth to retirement who was pretty much their anchor on the offensive line at the left tackle position. He retired, which left you a bunch of young guys who, and you could really tell this season, were really inexperienced and just not ready to play. And that's really what hurt that Rams team. The defense, which should have been absolutely phenomenal this year, just didn't look like the same Rams defense. I mean, Jalen Ramsey got torched numerous times this year, and we're actually going to be talking about him next. Um, Bobby Wagner came in and immediately made an impact on the defense. You know, one of the few bright spots that the Rams did have this year was Bobby Wagner, who, as we all know, is an absolute tackle machine. Aaron Donald was still, I would say, okay, definitely not defensive player of the year worthy good, but still was a you know reliable defensive lineman this past year but overall just the Rams they were not clicking finished the year 5 and 12 were barely above the Arizona Cardinals in the um, NFC West so things were going to have to change and well as you all know those guys are only going to age they're only going to become more injury prone the price tags only could only going to continue to get higher and higher and higher and well the Rams I think they're finally realizing that that hey you know we are probably going to need some draft capital because I mean, we won a Super Bowl, but longevity-wise, it's just not going to work. So the first move that they actually made this past week 
was to release Bobby Wagner after only one year on that five-year, $50 million deal that he did sign with the Rams. And it's really not too much of a surprise, and it's not really due to him just not performing because, like we all saw this past year, he was really only the like only guy on that Rams defense that played reliable and you could you know count on him every single game. It was more of a cap move. I mean, you're getting rid of $10 million. I don't know every exact detail in terms of his contract. All I know is it's going to clear a lot of cap for the Rams. That's what they want. But still, you're losing pretty much one of your big-time anchors on the defensive side of the football now. But they're going to have to look probably into the draft. I would imagine they're going to look into free agency, find a cheaper option or something like that. But losing a guy that is a, I mean, you know, nine-time All-Pro it's going to be a huge loss to you. And then also, since we're still talking about the defensive side of the football for the Rams, one of the best cornerbacks in all of the league in the past, I'd say about five years, five to ten years, Jalen Ramsey, a three-time All-Pro cornerback. You know, the Rams originally traded, you know, traded for him from the Jacksonville Jaguars whenever that whole Jalen Ramsey and Jags front office situation was going down. And, I mean, he's been really reliable with the Rams, played a huge part in why they were able to win the Super Bowl last season. But this season really struggled. And, once again, one of the you know one of the highest, highest paid players in the league. He's even pretty much, I mean, he's almost said it on Twitter, I mean, that he's going to get released, that he's going to go to a new team and everything like that. It's already being reported that the Rams have been kind of shopping him, just hearing out options and everything like that. So one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL and Jalen Ramsey is also available on the market. And you got to kind of wonder, you know, what other moves are the Rams going to make? Like, are we going to see them potentially, and, and I know this might kind of sound wild, but I mean, this is the NFL after all. Maybe they look at, you know, sending off Aaron Donald. I mean, he is making an absolute immense amount of money. I mean, they had to pay him because I, I remember going into the Super Bowl, there was that whole thing about could this be Aaron Donald's last ever game in the NFL. He was debating on retirement. The Rams ended up giving him a decent, you know, decent extension after the season. Could we potentially see them ship off Aaron Donald, you know, just to get rid of a lot of cap? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But right now the defense of the Rams is starting to get a little bit thin because without Jalen Ramsey, that cornerback room is really young and really inexperienced for the Rams. So that's something definitely to monitor if you are a Rams fan. But yeah, Bobby Wagner is officially a free agent. And now we're just waiting to see where Jalen Ramsey ends up getting traded to. A guy who definitely had a rough season last year. I mean, he was he didn't look like the typical Jalen Ramsey. But, you know, I mean, when you look at that Rams team as a whole, none of them look like themselves. Absolutely none of them look like themselves. So... Two of the, some of the best defensive players in the league are leaving the Rams. Yet to find where Bobby Wagner's going. You know, I've heard the Cowboys, maybe even potentially a reunion in Seattle. And then for Jalen Ramsey, it is literally all over the board. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens with those two superstars. But the Rams, they're finally realizing that, hey, we made a lot of great moves. We were able to win a Super Bowl. But long term, it's just not going to work out. And finally, that is starting to come to realization for the Rams. Now, we did have another guy that what that did get released, and this one does not come as a shock whatsoever. The Washington Commanders have officially released their quarterback, Carson Wentz, after only one season removed from trading for him from the Indianapolis Colts. And, man, I, it really makes you wonder, you know, what happened to Carson Wentz. Obviously, 
that ACL injury he suffered against the Rams back in 2017 when he was playing like an MVP quarterback. You know, Nick Foles comes in, wins the Super Bowl. And I think ever since Nick Foles, you know, came in and just absolutely performed like that, Carson Wentz never really looked the same. And obviously a lot of that was due to the injury. But two, he just never really had that same type of charisma, same type of swagger. And you're probably like, what are you talking about? But, you know, as a quarterback, you've got to be able to have those type of traits to really be successful. And just things never really worked out towards the end of his Eagles career. I mean, he pretty much looked like mentally he was out of Philadelphia. Like he, didn't, he you, you could tell that he was ready to move on. And then Frank Wright, you know, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts after Phillip Rivers, Phillip Rivers, Phillip Rivers, my goodness, I can't talk. He retires from the NFL after his lone season with the Colts. They have to look for a new quarterback, and who better to look at than, you know, your head coach's former QB, who he had a lot of success with in Philadelphia when he was their OC, and that was Carson Wentz. So the Eagles, who are ready to move on from Carson Wentz, they got their new quarterback in Jalen Hurts. They ship him off to Indianapolis, and to say that it was definitely not a disappointment would be an understatement. We all know that final game against Jacksonville, the Colts get embarrassed by the Jaguars, lose out on the playoffs, and Jim Ursay gets absolutely livid and decides it's time to move on from Carson Wentz and find another quarterback. So he ships him off to Washington, which you could tell pretty much at that point when that trade went down, it was going to be the end of the line for Carson Wentz being a starting quarterback in the NFL. And well, this past year, Carson Wentz in eight games with the Commanders being their starting quarterback and just seeing action in general, he threw for 1,755 yards, 11 touchdowns, and threw nine interceptions. It was a rough year for Carson Wentz, to say the very least. Ended up getting injured, missed the rest of the year. And I think you can officially say that this is the end of Carson Wentz ever being a starting quarterback in the NFL. And it's really sad to say because Jared Goff right now is kind of thriving, you know, under um, Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. I mean, he had a pretty good bounce back season this past this this past season with the Lions. And then, you know, the pick right behind him in that 2016 draft, Carson Wentz, his career literally went just completely down the drain after that knee injury against the uh, Rams back in 2017. So hopefully Carson Wentz can at least be able to, you know, become a backup somewhere. I mean, he does have a decent amount of experience and definitely for a team that's going to have a young quarterback potentially could be very valuable. So I hope Carson Wentz is able to find some type of role, but it's just, it's it's sad to see because he had a lot of you know a lot of talent a lot of talent we saw it during his rookie year we saw it during what could have been his MVP winning season but just after those two years just never really looked like the same Carson once the Eagles thought they were gonna get and now being released by a third team or leaving now a third team just is pretty much solidifying the fact that Carson Wentz will never be a starting quarterback again for any team in the league. But, yeah, so that's going to be it for all the, um, like, releases and trades and everything like that. Haven't had anything crazy go down yet, but I know as I'm about to post this, something big is going to go down. But also, too, this week we got the NFL Draft Combine going, and we're going to talk about, you know, any crazy results and everything like that in next week's Catching Up with the NFL episode. But we do have a few um, draft news to talk about, and the first one I want to talk about it's not going to be combine-related. It's going to be actually draft-related. And then that's just the Chicago Bears finally realizing, hey, maybe it might be in our best interest of, you know, because a lot of teams are going to be wanting our number one overall pick. Why don't we trade back, get a lot of stuff in return? We already have a guy that we presume to be our franchise quarterback in Justin Fields. And I thought this was pretty funny because 
everybody and their everybody and their mama, everybody in the world presume that okay, the Bears they're gonna trade back, right? Why would you not trade back? You have Justin Fields. He showcased a lot, and I mean a lot of talent this past year, being able to run the football, had numerous 100-yard rushing games, and then on top of that, you get him an adequate offensive line. He's gonna be able to throw the football pretty darn well. So you've got a quarterback. But then it, it they just started coming out a little bit that the Bears might potentially look around and see you know the quarterbacks in this upcoming year's draft class, which I don't blame them necessarily because you've got Bryce Young, former Heisman winning quarterback. You've also got Will Levis, who I don't understand, and I know, and I've actually had a few buddies tell me that you know it's kind of like a Josh Allen situation where you know didn't really have a lot of success in college. But the little traits and talents and everything like that about him is really attractive to a lot of NFL scouts. And I, and I see that. But when you've watched this guy play in games compared to when Josh Allen was at Wyoming, two completely different quarterbacks. I mean, two completely different quarterbacks in terms of Josh Allen looked pretty good in college. And then Will Levis, I mean, if you saw the way he played this past year in the SEC, I really wouldn't even probably take him in the first four rounds. But... Once again, I'm not an NFL scout, so you don't always have to listen to what I'm saying. But, you know, it's a pretty stacked quarterback class we have this year with the two top quarterbacks being um, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Now, Anthony Richardson, he's climbing up the boards a lot because he's been making some crazy throws, showcasing a lot of athletic ability. And a lot of scouts are also realizing, too, this kid is very, very reminiscent of a Cam Newton-like quarterback, which if you've watched Anthony Richardson play, is exactly like that. So, but the Bears, they finally have come to the realization, look, this pick has a lot of value. And you're probably like, well, no dip. Every number one pick has a lot of value. But for a lot of quarterback needy teams, this pick has a lot more value than it would have had compared to last season when the quarterback class was really weak, to be honest, outside of Kenny Pickett and Sam Howell. So, the Bears... Pretty much now they are going to be looking to trade back and give up that number one pick to, you know, any team. And, you know, there's already been a lot of discussions about what team could potentially end up getting this pick. Now, for me personally, I think one of the more intriguing teams has got to be the Atlanta Falcons because, you know, Marcus Mariota didn't work out. They've already released a Matt Ryan. They traded him away. I mean, you're kind of seeing what you have in Desmond Ritter. Will he be a franchise guy? We really don't know. We haven't seen too much. He looked you know, pretty good towards the end of the season. If you don't get a guy like Lamar Jackson in free agency or from a trade, I definitely would suggest if you're the Falcons, potentially try and trade up because this year, even if you don't get that number one overall pick or you can get something close to that pick, you're not really going to be missing out. We know the Texans, they're picking a quarterback with that second overall pick. So that's going to be one quarterback guaranteed off the board. And then if the Bears, they are going to be trading back, that's going to be another quarterback taken off the board. So if you're the Falcons, potentially watch out for them to be you know, a suitor for that number one overall pick, considering that they themselves are going to need a quarterback. The Colts as well, because they just cannot seem to find themselves their next Andrew Luck. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, or Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. I mean, the Colts can't find themselves a quarterback either. So look for a few teams, but I definitely think some of the more notable ones that are probably going to be really high in discussions are going to be the Colts and the Atlanta Falcons, considering both of their quarterback situations. And finally, guys, the final thing I want to talk about in today's episode of Catching Up with the NFL, we're going to talk about Bryce Young, who 
in a lot of mock drafts is the presumed number one overall pick, and rightfully so. I mean, won the Heisman Trophy during the 2021 college football season. This past season looked pretty solid. I mean, he's been very consistent through his three years at Alabama. Now, one of the biggest issues, and we see it every year when it comes to you know prospects and all that, is the size, right? You know, how much do they weigh? How tall are they? That's the first thing we need to know. And for Bryce Young, he is listed at six foot. You just look it up normally. He's listed at six foot, which you compare it to some other things. I probably just rounded up for him. But now that the NFL Combine is this week, we're finally able to see. You know, what does Bryce Young? You know, what is what exactly are his? you know, weight and height and all other uh, all other recruits, right? And well, for Todd McShay of ESPN, Bryce Young came in at 5'10", and it's been rumored he's about a buck 75, buck 80, which at the quarterback position would make him one of the smallest QBs in the NFL. Now, for me personally, I'm not a big guy on height and everything like that. I truly don't. I feel like if you're able to compete, you're able to compete. Like, if you've got the talent, you've got the talent. Now, Bryce Young's already looking to add on weight, so weight's not going to be too much of an issue. Now, the height thing, pretty much every quarterback in the league is over six foot, outside of, obviously, Kyler Murray and I think Russell, no, Russell Wilson's six foot, but he's barely over. You know, there's not really a lot of smaller QBs nowadays, right? A lot of, you know, a lot of teams are wanting QBs like a Josh Allen who are six foot four, six foot five. You know, that's another reason why a lot of teams are looking at Will Levis because of his height and everything like that. So what do y'all think about it? I mean, me personally, I think Bryce Young definitely still deserves to be picked in the top ten. I don't think he should even fall out of the first round. And if he even falls out of the first round and you're a team, even if you have a quarterback right now, pick him up. Because once teams realize what they're missing out on, they're going to give up some value for him. But I do think he'll be picked at least in the first, I say first 15 picks. But, I mean, let me know what y'all think once again. I think I think he still should be the number one overall pick. Because out of all the quarterbacks in this class, I think Bryce Young is definitely the most... Definitely the most guaranteed to be, you know, be successful, at least... I mean, we I know Alabama quarterbacks don't necessarily have a great track record outside of Jalen Hurts here recently, but definitely give a guy, you know, like Bryce Young a chance, even though he's a little bit smaller and everything like that, because he's got incredible accuracy, is extremely mobile, and fits what you want in terms of the NFL game nowadays. It's just he doesn't have the NFL build. NFL build. He doesn't have the NFL build that a lot of teams are going to want, but I still think... Bryce Young should be a top, you know, top 10 pick. So let me know what y'all think down below. Guys, I appreciate y'all tuning in to episode two of Catching Up with the NFL. Let me know what y'all think. And also in regards to catching up with college football, I don't know if we're going to be posting an episode this week because when I tell y'all there has been literally nothing going on in the college football world, I mean, there has legitimately been nothing going on in the college football world. But guys, in a few weeks though, Spring practices are going to be going on. We're going to be getting a lot more news. Spring games are going to be going on towards the end of March. So we'll also have that to talk about. So give it a few more weeks. I'll let you all know. I'll keep you all updated. But, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Catching Up with the NFL. And I'll catch up with you all in the next one. Peace.